Welcome to the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Good so far. I'm Eric Mickles, and with me is Nick Gunning. Oh, that was my line. Oh, sorry. I guess I trampled all over it. Nick Gunning. Yeah. Okay. Again, we should use our Coke names. We. I don't want to. What? Come on. What are we calling you today? No. Emily. No, mine says share a Coke with Emily, so I think that makes you Emily. But I shared the Coke. I got the Coke. I gave it to you. I guess I need to read any any Coke bottles I take from you. I need to read before. So anyways, I'm Eric Mickles, and with me is Emily. <laughs> Man, you've been zinged right out of the gate. I guess, this yeah. Is good. Yeah, I never I thought I would be the harsh... Uh, yeah, you're the harsh, shock jock. Yeah, I'm the shock jock. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that went nowhere. <laughs> I had no, no answers to that. No. So, yeah. All right, Nick, what are you reading? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Eric. Uh, here's my answer. Uh-huh. I finished the Mulvaney's. We were the we Mulvaney's. We were the Mulvaney's. They definitely were. They're no longer the Mulvaney's. As the Spoiler title warning. Play. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, they kind of tell you in the title, so it's not that big of a deal. Hmm. But I really liked it. It it probably was my favorite that, of her, I, all that, her I've, read, that I've read of her so far. You've liked a lot of her stuff. I know I have, but I think that just as a as a whole, I thought We Were the Mulvaney's is probably the best that I've read. I really love Freaky Green Eyes, too. That's kind of That's got a special place in my heart because it was the first one that I read. You're a dark person, man. Forever. Oh, come on. Right. But no, Mulvaney's was really good. I'm, I'm excited about it. We're doing it for a book club, so I right. think it's going to be a good discussion because there were a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see what they do with the movie, yeah, too. Yeah, which, which we're showing. Yeah. Which I ordered. So, good. So, so get off my back. All right. I bought it. It's coming. But it's, I mean, it's a long book, and yeah. there's so, there's, I mean, each family member has kind of their own story and trajectory, and I'm interested to see how they're going to fit that into a movie. But that was really great. But yeah. I, but Can I'm, I tell you something? Yeah. I'm excited she, Joyce Carolos is coming. Yeah. But on the other hand, It'll be nice when she's come, yeah. and we, we are no longer the Joyce Carol's podcast, because <laughs> it kind of feels like we're the, the official, official podcast. podcast. We're not. Uh, no, we're not. No. We're not claiming we're to not be, so anybody with, who uh, would want to sue us on that one, yeah. we're in no way affiliated with Joyce Carol Oates. No. no. Uh, but, but to answer your question, what, what am I currently reading? Yeah. After last week, mm-hmm. we got to talk about Mary Higgins Clark and, and yeah, I'd say we we were a little harsh on her. We were more harsh on Carol Higgins Clark, to be fair. Wait, was that who we were harsh on? Yeah, the daughter. Oh, she was the Reagan Riley. See, I'm already. I already thought yeah. Mary Higgins Clark anyway, was the daughter. Anyway, okay. She has a, a second in a series coming out in November, and that's what got us into it. Mm-hmm. But the first book in that series, called The Cinderella Murders, right. Is written with Al Fair Burke. I saw it at the mall. Uh-huh. I picked it up. I started reading it. I'm about 100 pages in, and I'm enjoying it. Nice. I, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to see what it was all about. And it's kind of an interesting story. It, Mary Higgins Clark wrote a book called "I've Got You Under My Skin," which right. dealt with kind of a true crime yeah. show that, that was that was solving cold cases. Right. About scabies? No. Oh no, that's that's different. I get why you'd think that, yeah. but no. But and this is kind of an offshoot of that. So she's teamed with Alfred Burke to write this Under Suspicion series right. that follows this uh, cold case type yeah. show where they solve things. So, uh, yeah, I've started that. It's good. It's fun. Two things. Yeah. Which of the talking mice killed Cinderella? Ah. Uh, was it Gus? No. No. It was yeah. It was Jacques. Oh my yeah, God, Jacques. Never trusted him. I know. I know. It was just too nice. Yeah, it was too bad. It's called the Cinderella Murders because the girl's found with one shoe. Oh, okay. So that's. That's why she's and not actually. Lots of people out there. She's not actually Cinderella. This right. isn't like a new Disney live right. action take okay. on Cinderella. So like, there's no like crashed. Uh... Wait, there is a new live action take on Cinderella, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Ken Fron. They directed of, it. They're supposed to be kind of good. They are out of control. Well, a whole bunch more is coming. I know. That's beast. what I mean. Um, like an, a genie supply. prequel to Aladdin. A live action real? genie prequel. It's about the genie. 
there's there's no oh, way they can do it right because either either it's in the vein of Melissa Melissa ah save her uh, Maleficent yes it's yeah. either in the vein of that movie where yeah. it's kind of dark and gritty and nobody wants to see a dark gritty movie. genie movie yeah. or it's in the vein of the Robin Williams genie and then yeah. you're just doing a bad impression of a right. beloved late actor yeah man I wouldn't touch that I don't know yeah. what they're thinking that's crazy. I don't know why if you did a movie based off Maleficent save her Maleficent if you did a movie based off her and you want to do something with Aladdin just do it off Jafar. Tell me you wouldn't see a live action Jafar. I probably would. Yeah, right. I would probably see. Who would you cast as Jafar? I'm gonna oh, say Ben Kingsley right geez. now. Oh, oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Tell me you I, wouldn't see a live action Ben Kingsley. I don't think I Jafar that. movie. Yeah, that's all I want to watch. Right. I mean, I guess Ian McKellen's too old. Yeah. Maybe he could play the guy who teaches Jafar. Right. Yeah, Jafar Senior. All his dark magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Itty bitty living space. Yeah. The other thing that I'm reading, uh, I started Teen Titans Earth One, which Teen is Titans. which is one of the new books from mm-hmm. our. The graphic novel section. The Earth One series is DC's like out of continuity standalone. Yeah, they're not single. They're not. Oh, they're they, not even released. Uh, they've started as like origin, yeah. a retelling of, of origins of big heroes. You have Superman, Batman, yeah. uh, Teen Titans, Wonder Woman's coming out. Yeah. Wonder Woman's coming out in a couple of months. They try to like update but them. Put it's, a twist on it them. actually it starts in a really intriguing way. So I, I'm kind of interested to see what they do. It's odd because there's none of the like. Primary like classic Teen Titans. Yeah, if you, if you no watch the, uh, no if you grew up watching the Teen Titans cartoon, yeah, this is just gonna can, like you're not gonna well, see any of them. No, no, they are. Yeah, no, from the cartoon, they're all here except for Robin. Oh. yeah, it's it's. Well, the, now I look foolish. I the, the team is Cyborg, Terra, Beast Boy, Jericho, <laughs> Raven, Starfire. Man, yeah, just no Robin or Wonder Girl or. I've read it. Kid Flash. Oh, you read it already? Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't Did like you, it. You didn't like it. No. Okay. But I haven't liked any of the first volumes of these uh, of this line. Oh, I like Superman. I didn't. Oh, okay. But I have liked the sequels. Oh. I like Batman Volume Superman two. is what that's by J. Michael Straczynski, right? Yeah. I tend to like his stuff. Yeah. I liked I liked his Spider Man run until it got crazy. And <laughs> Yeah, it did. Alright. Well, this is getting nerdy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so that's what you're reading? Yeah, those two, and then we've got. I've still got Hearts in Atlantis, and I'm going to go back to and finish. Like it's, it's set what? into two books, but I left my heart in Atlantis. Oh my gosh! Really? Did yeah. you? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Left it there. Oh. No follow-up joke for that one. That's the only just, one. Okay. Just left my heart in Atlantis. In Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I didn't like fall in love or anything. Yeah. It was just when I packed sure. from the hotel and I left. Yeah, it's easy. Realized to do. I left my heart. Yeah. In the hotel, probably in one of the drawers. We've all been there. I called them. I was like, "Did you find a heart? Did you find?" No. Yeah. And there, you is, know. there it is on your sleeve the yeah. whole time. You know what it... Oh. Yeah, that was fantastic. It was. What am I reading? I'm going to tell you. I mean, yeah. I finished Adrift by Paul Griffin. It's a YA book where they're lost in sea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, were they found? No, don't tell me. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Five teens and Robert Redford lost in a boat. <laughs> um, no, that would not be fun for those teens. It could be. Well, I guess. I guess they'd be like, have you seen this movie? And they're like, yeah. no, we're like 15. I don't know. We would love to watch... Three days from Condor. Yeah, is it three days to Con? Three days to Condor. I still I, gotta watch yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I usually fly, so I'm not yeah. sure how. <laughs> <laughs> I love Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. While yeah. we're getting off topic, I... so the book was good. It's sh- yeah. it's short. It's a uh, survival. Yeah. Not everybody makes it back. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. So you got oh, five. Geez. You've got okay. five teens. All five teens make it, but the raft doesn't the, come back. Yeah, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that. All right, I won't tell you. Okay. Uh, kind of reminded me of. Hatchet, but it really has nothing to do with Hatchet. Oh, okay. But it is survival. It is teen, teen survival. You know, I'm kind of ashamed to admit that I've never read Hatchet. Yeah, that's that's sad. I just I don't know how I missed it, but I I didn't. Two situations. 
we both independently okay. get lost in the woods. Our so plane goes down. Yes. We're lost in the woods. Are we I've traveling read, together? Or no, we're, we're, we're in separate planes. Okay. I've read Hatchet. Okay. I live All right. because I've read Hatchet. Yeah. You haven't. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to die out there okay. cold, alone. Right. All, all because I didn't read Hatchet. All because you didn't read Hatchet. Wow. Have you read any survival books? That's a good you question. You are not prepared. Have I? I feel like I have. I've read How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse. I really I've read Hatchet. I guess Hatchet might not be a survival handbook. No. But if I had a hatchet, I would know what to do with it. Yeah. I guess instinctively. God, that was kind of chilling. <laughs> Out of context. Jeez. I, I guess instinctively. Here's Eric. If anybody's lost in the woods and they have a hatchet, they probably know what to do with it. Yeah. They probably know to chop down trees. Cut stuff yeah. and whatnot. I guess you had, yeah. <laughs> what if, if you had a choice yeah. of being on a plane okay. and you could have a copy of hatchet yeah. or an actual hatchet, uh-huh. which would you pick? Is there a scenario in which the plane doesn't crash? You don't know. You have to, t- you have to hedge your bets. I mean, I'd like to have the reading material, but practically I think an actual hatchet would be better. So Okay. Both? Yeah. Can I, is that okay? Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> it is now. Easy. All right, yeah. so that's what you were reading. Which hatchet? Was, that was yeah. a long time ago. No, no. no adrift. adrift. Right. Yeah. That was really good. I gave so it four stars oh. out of five Wow. on Goodreads. Okay. I'd, I'd like to push it at the, over in the team section. Every time a hatchet. team comes in now, I'm going to like, no, not no, Hatchet. That... <laughs> Adrift. Adrift. Oh, sorry. Anytime a team okay. comes in, I'm like, read Hatchet. Oh, forget <laughs> it. All right. No wonder they're so confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have. All right. So currently? I'm reading Dinosaur Lords. Yes. I told okay. you this. Yeah. Um, it's a fantasy book. Uh-huh. And it's definitely a fantasy book. I'm hoping, right now Pass. it seems like if you took out the dinosaurs, it's just Game of Thrones. Yeah, but then you just have a bunch of dinosaurs, so that, that could be fun. That's true. For you. Yeah. You know. Like, fine. Keep the yeah. Game of Thrones. Right. I'm happy with my dinosaurs. Ray Bradbury said that. He said he's just happy playing out there with his dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. Huh. I probably misquoted him terribly there. Probably. Oh, yeah. man. Ray Bradbury fans are going to tear me apart. Yeah. You know what else would tear me apart? Dinosaurs. Yeah, they would. Um, the problem that I'm having so far is that, yes, so if you take out the dinosaurs, it's just Game of Thrones, so the mm-hmm. dinosaurs are like an added value, and that's a great added value. Yeah. I'll take that in any book. Yeah. But because it's a fantasy book, they don't have our scientific dinosaur names, so knights aren't like, oh, there's a Tyrannosaurus, there's a... He's, they're like, these three-horned, like, it's a Triceratops. See, this is the thing that drives me crazy about fantasy novels, why I have trouble getting into them. Yeah. Because any book that comes with, like, a 50-page glossary of what yeah. their made-up word means... Well, actually, I there's... Can't. He's doing oh. this thing... Um, in Dinosaur Lords, where there's this book of true names, and it has it has the real dinosaur names, the ones we know them as. Wow, they so, figured those you know, out Gallimimus early. and Tyrannosaurus, mm-hmm. uh, Dilophosaurus. I could just keep naming dinosaurs. Ankylosaurus. I, I, I don't think I could stop you. I'd like to stop you, but but I, then, but I mean, there's that book, so that's for us. But then they're still calling them stuff that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this sharp teeth, big headed dinosaur. Like, so wait, sharp tooth from Land Before Time is in it? That'd be. Yeah, oh, somebody's riding a T-Rex. Somebody's he's, riding an Allosaurus. He's bad. I, he's bad news. I was so excited to see an Allosaurus as prominent yeah. because they were, they were like the lions of the Jurassic period. <laughs> no, they, we are all like, oh, the yeah. T-Rex is great. The T-Rex is my favorite dinosaur. But mm-hmm. Allosaurus is in the Jurassic period. They were just ruling. They, they, were, the, they were the rock stars. They're great. I had an imaginary Allosaurus when I was a kid. His name was Allie. Oh, God. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad. It's no, kind of sad. Uh, it's great to have imaginary friends. Okay. Compare this. Okay. You had, what, a real friend named... I, I did have real friends, yeah. Right. In first grade. What was the, what were their names? Uh, Dan. So it was just a kid? Yeah. Dan. Mine was a dinosaur. Dan. Yours was a dinosaur. So okay. I would take the imaginary dinosaur over your real... Over actual friends. 
Maybe not now. Oh. I would take a real dinosaur over real friends. What? If I could trade you in oh my for a Tyrannosaurus well, that's Rex. that's not on the table, so right. you don't even need to finish it. <laughs> You'd um, keep me. Over a T-Rex. You would keep me. Over a T-Rex. Oh, come on. You old softy. <laughs> I can't answer. <laughs> don't think about it. Your, your brain's going to explode. All right. Uh, I'm also reading Joyce Carol Oates. Big okay. Mouth and... Ugly Girl. Ugly Girl. Yeah. That's your first YA book. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that's the first one well, she wrote. that's what I'm reading because we're, we're going to do a teen book club for 12 to 18-year-olds because nice. Joyce Carol Oates is coming. Uh-huh. And when she comes, we're going to stop talking about Joyce Carol Oates all the time. <laughs> people like, yeah. There are going to be people after October 2nd when we're doing podcasts like, what happened? They've changed format. Right, yeah. I got in for all that Joyce Carol Oates What's new with Joyce Carol Oates? Yeah, how are we supposed to know? Yeah. But I'm reading that, so I'm hoping it's good. Cool. I haven't read that one. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was so snarky. I don't about that. make any sense at all, but. Um, yeah, so that's what we're reading. Yeah. That's, that's where our bookmarks are. Mm-hmm. Book news! Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. What kind of news do you got? Well, let me just grab I don't idea. ever want to sing that again. No, that was... You know, we asked bad. a friend... We did. ...to send us... I don't think there's any reason ben, why we should... Ben, if you're yeah. listening, we're calling you out right yeah, now. We need our theme You were going to give us an intro song, segment song, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And Drop until you ball. do, I have to hear Eric sing. Yeah. Do you understand that? Yeah. Anyway, reading the news. Eric, with Nick please, no, 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 no. All right, uh, this is my uh, upcoming early announcement right. of books coming way down the road. So yeah. these are these are books coming out in November. These are books coming out in November. Oh, now, what if I sing? Do you want me to sing? Well, then, I mean, it would just stop. You would just sing, and people would be like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." And then I would just sing the whole thing. Yeah, I guess it's not right. as comedic as me trying to belt out a tune. You think I can be. sing? Oh, that's nice. Well, you were singing The Doors today. I, you were trying to make fun true. of The Doors yeah. by singing Light My Fire I in the did. car. Yeah. But you were doing a really good rendition of hey, thanks, Light My man. Fire. I would have listened to a cover version of that. Really? Yeah. Well, hey, I'll get you my, my latest LP. It drops next week. All right. So great. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Uh, I don't want to talk about it right <laughs> now. But what I do want to talk about is Richard Paul Evans. Who doesn't? Maybe, maybe you've heard of him. No. He's, he's the king of Christmas. Just oh, is he? No, that's Johnny Mathis. But I that was Santa Claus. No, uh, I am the king of R- Christmas. Richard, that's terrifying. Richard Paul <laughs> Evans. He writes. He's a he's, he writes king. a series of, of Christmas books. They're the small hard covers. Yeah, I I, he, I I don't read Christmas books. Oh, okay. I well, read that one. What was the? Actually, uh, I haven't read Richard Paul Evans' who, Christmas books. Who believe was the it or one? Not. Who's the Christmas book we read together? Not like together, like oh, David a, Sedaris. Right. Holidays on Ice. We read it as like a book club. Yeah. 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 Holidays on Ice. That was fun. I do love David Sedaris. It's might be the good. only Christmas book I've ever written. Really? I haven't read. That might be the only Christmas book I've ever oh, read. You wrote it. Anyway, yeah. Richard Paul Evans' next Christmas book, The Mistletoe Inn, is coming out November 17th. Right. So. What kind of Christmas book does he write? Is, are they like mysteries? Are they I dog? Are they Christmas no, I, dog? I don't think they are dog. If they were, if they were Christmas dog books, I would have read them all. But yeah. no, these are. I think they're just more like sentimental yeah. Christmas. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're good. They're, yeah. they're always popular. It's September. I know. Okay. Yeah. This comes out in November. It comes out at the peak Christmas season. All the post-Thanksgiving Christmas reading you can do, yeah. starting with Richard How would Paul you like it if I started talking about Halloween next week? Uh, sure. Really? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Terry Goodkind's got Warheart coming out yeah. as a fantasy author. Have you read Terry Goodkind? I haven't, but I think I have one of his books, and I might get it wrong. Okay. I, I do have the fir- copy of Wizard's First Rule, which I'm going to read. Okay. Um, it's a pretty popular one. Yeah. So well, it's not particularly helpful to our conversation, but thanks for letting me know. Also, uh, we have a John Irving's coming out with a new one, Avenue of Mysteries. Intriguing title, so maybe I'll check that one out. <laughs> I guess it's intriguing. I mean, it says mystery right there. It does, there. yeah. I mean, it tells you who it knows what's what happening. Into. Yeah. 
an avenue. That's a little mysteries. earlier. That's coming out November third. So, those that are is just uh, a road. Yeah, it's a road of mysteries. Road of mysteries. Those can lead anywhere. Yeah, road to mystery might be a good one. Yeah. Uh, road. I mean, I don't want to tell John Irving how to do his job. Highway to mystery sounds exciting. Oh, is Michael Landon in that? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's good for me. What do you got? Here's some books that are coming out. Let's, um, let's get the nonfiction out of the way. Yeah, Whoa. these are books that are coming out September Burn. 8th, except for one. <laughs> and I'll tell you which one that is in a second if oh, I can boy. find it. Anyway, Paula Talk Dean about has your a avenues of mystery right yeah. there. Which one's coming out earlier? Paula Dean has a new cookbook. It says, Paula Dean cuts the fat 250 recipes to lighten up. What? Yeah. Like September 50% 8th. of her recipes are just Normally, butter. I wouldn't bring up Paula Dean because no. contra- you know, she's a controversial <laughs> figure right now. Right. But she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, yeah. which seems weird. Okay. But I wanted to bring that up because Gary Busey is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> Wow. That might make me watch Dancing with the Stars. The only it reason won't. I want to it see that happen is because I want to see what he's going to do on Disney night. Oh, my what gosh. What Disney song is he going to dance to? Ugh. Is he going to dance? Can you think of a classic Disney character that he looks like? No. Oh. Uh, what about the what about the horse from Tangled? <laughs> wow, <laughs> man! Yeah, unfortunately, the horse from Tangled didn't have a song. Oh, didn't he? I I would watch him. I would watch him on Disney Night dance to "Be Prepared" or Jafar's rendition of Prince Ali. Oh, Aladdin. Prince Ali! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of Aladdin talk we've done today. Yeah. Prize. Who's in charge of America's schools? You got me. No idea. The cover shows uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't think he's creator of, of Facebook. Schools, well, so. there's a lot of people on it. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Chris Christie, Cory Booker. I don't know. Oh, they're all ready to reform our failing schools. Wow, this book has some opinions. Okay. But that's what you get from a nonfiction. So if you're wondering, I should have read the author, but I've closed that window. So <laughs> hey, good luck. That's another mystery. Yeah, it is. Who wrote the prize? Yeah, that's fun. It's a, there'll be a quiz after this, so if yeah. you know who wrote the prize, you get a yeah. prize. Yeah, Eric will sing any song you want. Yeah, this is a podcast though, so that by the time next week it'll be oh, next okay. week. I'm not going to sing. Yeah. The making of Stanley Kubrick's 2001: A Space Odyssey oh, by uh, Piers Bizzini. So the middle section is just going to be blank pages. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, you could just make a book on Stanley Kubrick and just the still photography that is his films. Oh my gosh, burn Kubrick. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I I liked The Shining, uh-huh. but not as an adaptation of the book because the book is. Well, I everybody. Love the book, but the the movie, there's a lot of interesting things happening. Right. But, but you'll you'll hear people. It it comes up when they about book adaptations. They're like, well, The Shining is a terrible book adaptation. It is. Yeah. But people love. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you just gotta. It's like Jurassic Park, man. Yeah. Hey, you brought it back. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, September eighth, The Lost Landscapes. Oh, hey. Our writers coming of age. Last mention we're gonna make of Joyce Carol Oates in this podcast. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Ugh. It's her biography. Yeah. It's coming Auto- out. Autobiography. Memoir. Right. Autobiography because yeah. she's writing it. Yeah, it's um, well. Her topic when she comes here is about her use of Western New York. Yeah, that's what this book's about. This is yeah, this is about growing up in Western New York. So Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Talks about her first friendships. Yeah, to her earliest experience with death. She strikes me as someone who experienced death when she was five. Yeah, like yeah. She maybe because it's in the one sentence it says friendship and death. I have a feeling her five year old friend also is her first experience with death. Wow, thanks, Nostradamus. I, a lot of her books do deal with like childhood trauma and the repercussions from that. So it, it seems like she's <laughs> she must be pulling it from somewhere. Anyway, what else? Fiction, fiction. All right, these are all uh, 
These are all these are all series that are coming out. Lee Child has Make Me. It's a Jack Reacher. Oh, Jack novel. Reacher, sure, yeah. It's September eighth. I'm not up to date, but I do. Stephen like King says Jack Reacher is the coolest continuing series character. I could see that. Yeah. He's just he's like a he's like a blunt instrument. Yeah. He's you know he's a cool it's a cool character. Mm-hmm. You haven't read them. No. Did you see the movie? No. The movie was good, but Tom Cruise is. Tom Cruise was good in the character, but it's just funny because he's like known for being like the shortest man in Hollywood. And Jack yeah. Reacher's big thing is that he's like a mountain. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. They're coming out with a sequel. They just like officially. They're doing Jack Reacher. Yeah, Jack Reacher too. Yeah. yeah. I think Tom Cruise has kind of like come back. Like his movies are making more money because like there was a time where people were like, "Is Tom like Oblivion didn't make a lot of money?" And Edge oh, of, that's a sci-fi. Right. And Edge of Tomorrow like didn't make tons of money. Edge of Tomorrow was cool though. Right. I thought that was really good. I um, like it for month anyway. But. I think I think with Mission Impossible Five is making tons of money. Yeah, uh, he might be coming back. Yeah, he hasn't really gone anywhere. No, I everybody's be, really hard on Tom like... Cruise because he's a little out there. Yeah, but he's still pretty solid. I I love Tom Cruise. You know, oh, I do. You I just mean, professed like, your love. Yeah, publicly. You yeah. just shouted it on a mountain. Yeah, this podcast. Yeah, is I your jumped mountain. up on a couch and said, "I love Tom Cruise." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, dated reference, but yeah. still, it's dated. Yeah, it's, it's fresh in our minds. But it's still very fresh, yeah. I, now I just want to scream at Matt Lauer. How can I do that? Uh, That's another David Tom Cruise reference, okay. by the way. Top Gun. All right, so these next two books I'm that done. are coming out a few on September men. 8th, mm-hmm. um, they are continuing characters, mm-hmm. but they're by authors because the writers are past. Oh, I don't know. All right, I guess yeah, I'm going to start with. That's a crapshoot. You've got uh, Anthony Horowitz is writing. He's everywhere. Trigger Mortis. Ugh. It's an original James Bond novel. Trigger Mortis. Oh, it says with original material by Anne Fleming. Trigger Mortis. Trigger called. Mortis. That's like James Bond shoots the guy, no, I turns to the camera and says, looks like yeah. he's suffering from Trigger Mortis. Wow! Yeah, that's like a CSI again. opening. That's yeah. terrible. So, he, so, uh, I'm so, that's a terrible title. Anthony Horowitz really is writing Sherlock and now he's writing Bond. That's right, yeah. He just did House of Silk. That's our book club book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a ter- that's a terrible James Bond. It is. It doesn't even fit with no. like the kinds of. I mean, no. there's, there's the video play. games of James Bond have had better titles. They than have. like um, everything or nothing. Yeah, that's a better title. That is a good one. You only live twice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an Ian Fleming. That's that's an original. Yeah. When Spectre comes out in theaters in November, we're gonna have to do a James Bond. Oh yeah. Segment because yeah. I mean he's got the books. The books are really good. I mean I've only read the first one. Casino Royale, though, I mean, that's a, that's a great I'll story. try to read, like, I've read a few by the time authors. I do that. I'll yeah. try to catch up. Maybe I'll read, like, the fir- the next two. A lot of them, I mean, it's a lot of short stories. A lot of the movies are based well, this on is, short I mean, stories. it's interesting that it says it's with original material by Anne Fleming, but like we learned, like we talked about with Michael Crichton, sometimes oh. finding the original material isn't great. Yeah. This apparently takes place after Goldfinger. Well, there was a time before the before the movie started, they were there was talk of doing um, a James Bond TV show, and originally Thunder, Oh, the American one. No, no, not that, oh. not that. Ian Fleming was going to be involved, but the original Thunderball was based on a script for a TV show, and then he adapted it into the novel and it eventually became a movie. Um, so it's possible that this is leftover stuff from have that you time. Read, have you watched that show about Ian Fleming? Dominic Cooper's in it. No. Oh. I haven't read a lot of recent reason. James Bond. It seems like there's a new author like every couple of years, yeah. and they try to like hey, back to basics. You know, yeah. I don't know. None of them ever really. You scared. can only go back to basics so many times. It's true. John Gardner did it. Did a long run that was pretty popular. I read one of those. And I All liked right, it. so I've got um, multiple news here. Robert B. Parker's *The Devil Wins*. It's oh. a Jesse Stone novel oh, by Jesse Stone. Reed Farrell Coleman. 
Here's, here's the thing with these. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm really torn. I haven't read a new Jesse Stone or a new Spencer, mm-hmm. but I'm really torn about them continuing this series because on the one hand, I love the characters, but like yeah. I read um, the book from his Western series. He's got mm-hmm. Appaloosa. And, uh, that was a movie with Vigo Mortensen and Ed Harris, yeah. who yeah. were also in A History of Violence together. Oh, together? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. The movie's great. Yeah, I think you'd actually like that. But Probably. He, Parker, I enjoy a good Western. If you've read Parker... I dare someone not to enjoy a good Western. Wow. Challenge accepted. No, I love Western, so <laughs> yeah. I, I would... I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would be like, this Western is terrible. Parker has this really distinct style where it's real crisp, and you know, it's yeah. real kind of sparse. It works really well. He is well. a sparse writer. I read his first Jesse Stone book, uh, Night Passage. That was super sparse. Oh, yeah. I guess but, something but can't be makes, super sparse. He makes it work, you know, and that's... When I read the when I read the next Appaloosa book by the, by the new author, Robert Knott, I think it was, it didn't mimic that style at all. Yeah. You know, it was just like... It didn't seem to me at all. So I was kind of surprised... That they didn't try to make it at least seem similar, but yeah. whatever. All right. All right, what else you got? Well, th- this might be good Jesse Stone news for you. October 18th, Jesse Stone, Lost in Paradise, is going to debut on Hallmark Channel. Oh, I am excited about that. I love those movies. Tom Selleck, he's back. Yeah. That's cool. The last one, it's been years now, but it really it ended on a, like a major cliffhanger. I thought, yeah. well, I guess they're never going to address that, but that's great. I'm glad those are back. Oh, this is the tenth installment of the movies. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. There's a lot going on. The first several are based on the novels, and then from that point, they kind of diverge in their original stories. But Lost, so that's kind of confusing because Lost in Paradise is the sequel to Night Passage. They already did Trouble in Paradise. Oh, okay. There we go. Probably isn't a bad thing to get lost in paradise. No, like, gonna, I, I don't know how to get out of here. But yeah, do if your I choices want to? are lost in paradise or lost Ooh. in Yonkers, I think you probably want to go with paradise. I haven't read Lost in Yonkers. I haven't, I haven't seen it. No, that's Neil uh, Simon. Yeah, Neil Simon. Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing? Me? Yeah. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Got doing well. Got any like thing you want to share personally? Just for uh, a personal anecdote yeah. from my life. Yeah. Um, I do not. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? What? I keep forgetting. This is Labor Day weekend. Okay. So that's exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I thought there was more. I keep thinking story. we're gonna. Be, no, that's it. I keep thinking we're gonna be open on Monday. Yeah, but we're not. That's true. The library is closed on Monday, Labor Day. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to advertise this on Tuesday. Yep. So. But after that, Saturday hours resume again. The so library will oh. be open Saturdays again. Yay! Saturday hours. <laughs> Hooray! Four hours on a Saturday. What do you? What are, what are you supposed to do on Labor Day? I never really know. I mean, when I went to college, my college cookout wasn't even closed on Labor Day. I just went to class. Oh yeah, yeah. It's terrible. That's true. So yeah, I guess cookout. I guess it's kind of like the last cookout. That's true. Day. I mean, it's kind of it's, it sort of signals the end of summer. Yeah, it's a sad time. What are you doing on Labor Day weekend? Uh, probably having cookout. <gasps> Can I come? Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll do a special Labor Day podcast. Yeah. Hey, this is about. live from. Hey, this Nick hot Gunning. dog's delicious. Yeah. I got a new game called Telestrations. We should totally play it. Oh. Okay. What? What is it? Uh, you you have like a dry erase. Bork, b- ah, Bork? I just turned into the Swedish chef. Bjork is here? Yeah, no. B- Bjork is going to come to the... Oh, wow. Okay. No, you have a dry erase board. Uh, everybody does. And everybody gets a word, and they have to draw the word. Yeah. And then they pass it to somebody on their right, and that person has to look at the drawing. Oh. And they have to come up with the word. And then they have to pass that, and then the next person now has the word, and they have to draw that picture. So by the time it gets back to you... Oh, it's like telephone. It, right. It's a visual telephone. So, you know, you get... But some the words in there are crazy. So, like, you get eternity. And you have to draw the concept of eternity. Wow. And by the end, it's turned into a dog and a purse. And you're like, how did, how did that <laughs> Forever. happen? Forever. Yeah. The game that you got for the, for the teen summer reading program, yeah. the, the... Pandemic. Pandemic, yes. Yeah. That's a great game. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
That, that's a good group game. Yeah. It's great, too, because, like, it doesn't say what the, the bacteria or the diseases that you're stopping in yeah. that game as it's, like, going throughout the entire world. Yeah. So some people will play it as a zombie plague. Yeah. Some people want to pretend it's the, uh, yeah. the simian to... virus from, I think, Outbreak. But it's nice because it's cooperative. You have, like, work with each other yeah. to try to, to stop I mean, sometimes that's a neat game. Sometimes, like, somebody, you know, somebody the pressure gets to them and they start losing. Like, yeah. well, how can we stop this, man? <laughs> Pull yourself together, Nick. I don't know who I was in that situation. No. He sounds tough, though. Didn't work He sounds like somebody no. who knows what he's doing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Inspires confidence. Yeah. Hey, you know what time it is? What? It's time for Nick and Eric's uh, Lonely Book Club Band. Ben, just make the music. <laughs> All right. It's the best I can so, do, man. This, this is a fun segment. The goal of Nick and Eric's Lonely Book Club Band yeah. is that we find a book that has never, ever checked out. Yeah. In the system, it's just... It's probably been upstairs. Yeah, didn't check out. Yeah, then it went downstairs down to the stacks. It hasn't been checked out. Yeah. and so what we're trying to do is is a figure out why. Yeah, and then sometimes B, it's a little obvious. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's obvious. And then B decide if maybe it deserves another look. Yeah, or if it's you know the thing is thinning the turkey herd. But then like when we read the. Talk about thinning the turkey herd. That was brutal. We we that agree that they were probably bad. So we, I mean we, the we, goal we is to find. Like a hidden gem. Yeah, we want to find something that's, that, that that's people the goal. overlooked. Bring it back. Well, so so this week I ran the report, uh-huh. and I went down and I pulled this book off the shelves. And if you could see it, this book, I can't. You're you're all sorry. I see is the back. Here it is. This book was huh. published in 1990. Yeah. And you look at it, and it's like it looks like fresh you just off the shelf. Went to Barnes and Noble and grabbed yeah, it. Yeah. There's no. That, there's those no are the whitest the pages page. I've ever they seen. Are. And it's tight. I mean, it's nice and closed. If if we pick up a book and it's been read at all, mm-hmm. when you set it down, it'll open up and it'll probably open to a page. Right. Because now, there's a bookmark there. This one, you set it on its spine and it stays aggressively closed. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, like the no, book doesn't want to be read. I know. This this book is bewitched, I yeah. think, and it's it's not gonna open. Yeah. So it's it's abundantly clear that this book has never even been perused. Yeah. So we're we're gonna do this right yeah. now. Let me tell you let me tell you the title here. Okay. Got. Now I picked this off the shelf. Eric hasn't seen it. He doesn't know it. And I yeah. haven't explored it at all. Yeah. I just We know. just grab him by the title. We do. Yeah, That's all we need to see then. It hasn't been checked out yep. as a title. Here's the title. Okay? okay. Snap judgment on the title. I want to hear your first whatever okay. you tell me. Okay. I'm closing my eyes. Here I don't know is. why. Death in a serene city. Automatically, I was bored. Well, here's, here's the next <laughs> bored. thing. That's my... With the title, the title has kind of that noir feel to no. it. You know? Like it was death in a serene city. You know? No. That sort of, yeah, you know, like, like the girl comes into the detective agency, you gotta help me. Hold on there, dame. Like that sort of thing. This that, is the kind of serene city where this doesn't happen. Yeah, and there's like a voiceover I knew yeah. at that moment. She was troubled. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What a pair of getaway sticks. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I had to take the case because both my wallet and fridge were empty. <laughs> Death in a serene city. Now, yeah. if they had the tie, if they had the cover to go with that, if okay. it was like a moody cover, yeah. you know, you had a, a wet street, you know, with a with a moon, and like maybe, or like a guy in a straw hat just sitting by a tree relaxing, yeah, and then a girl coming out of the woods, knife in her back. No. Okay. Well, I tried. You did. All right. So, Death in a Serene City, <laughs> a mystery of Venice, mm-hmm. by Edward Sklepowicz. <laughs> Don't laugh at people's last name. Edward <laughs> Don't do that. Sklepowicz. Okay, so that's the full title, A Mystery of Venice. The city, so this is in Rome. I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it's not in Rome. It's, it's in Venice. Said, yeah, right. It's, it's in, in Italy. It's Italian, sure. Death in a Serene City. This is the cover. Eric, let me tell you what we got, folks. We have, <sighs> I know. That is abstract and nonsensical. <laughs> it's really bad. It's wow. really bad. So we have, like a, we have, like a, I guess, a Venetian streetscape behind. We've got sure. some 
ornate lamp post. Streetscape. We got, we got a uh, a large column with a what a Pegasus. Call that? A, no, not no a wait, Pegasus. is that a lion? Yeah, it's a lion. So it's a griffin, I guess. Yeah. A griffin on it. We got a little city in the background here. And then... Is Italy known for its griffins? <laughs> I do, well, it will be now. Yeah. It's got a bright red mask, like a Zorro mask, yeah. but red in the center of it. And then the title is on like a looping ribbon. Uh-huh. Death in a Serene City. Okay. <sighs> so, when I pop this into Goodreads, I see that this is a series... First one published in 1990, the most recent published in 2009, so it's a nice long run. Uh, it's a Venetian mystery, is the series, and the, the main character's name... <laughs> Stop. What is it? Tell I'm me. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to look. No, no, no. He's All an right. American expatriate. He's an American expatriate writer living in Venice whose name is <laughs> Urbino McIntyre. <laughs> Classic American name. All right. Hold on, I'm looking at this author. He looks... He looks like a James Bond villain. He does. He looks like a Le Chief from Casino Royale. Yeah. And he also looks bored. Yeah, he does look a little... He looks so... He he was like, fine. He's like, oh, yeah. Take my picture. (laughs) I like the check tablecloth just to really drive it home. That is a bad picture. That's like a driver's license picture. Look, we're not out to tear authors apart. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Somebody did... Get paid for this cover. Yeah, and then he and wrote you know what? eight more books. Oh, you mean I the cover alone? Right. Yeah, I think yeah, this well. cover is bad. It but is bad. I feel like we can make fun of You know, I feel like we can, because if it's a series, he's successful. So right. I'll... Okay, let me, let me tell you. This... I can't get over this cover. It's a terrible... I know. Because I know the that. cityscape, the, the streetscape, is not a good picture. No. If you took out the titles... The ribbons, and you took out the mask, that's not well, good. I mean, it has more of like a, like a romance... Feel to it, yeah. The cover, I mean, especially without the mask, but it it doesn't at all. Say also, this is it's not following, mystery. and I mean, this maybe you know not everybody has to follow this rule, and yeah. this is always something that maybe bothers me more than other people. But it doesn't follow the two thirds, the two, the one third, oh. two third rule yeah. with pictures, where one third of the picture is a segment, and then two thirds is another segment. Uh-huh. It's just like one third, one third, yeah, one third, and all three of them. It's not. It's not great. No, it's not. No, it's not. It doesn't inspire confidence. But you know what? You shouldn't judge a book by its terrible, terrible. cover and unflattering Well, the spine author. is just as bad. Look at the spine. Yeah. The spine has that same like dark ribbon style to it. it it's yeah. hard to read. It is hard to read. Nothing about this is, is appealing, to me yeah. anyway. Here's, let me read you the synopsis. Okay. Venice called to Urbino McIntyre. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. I, I got to take this. Yeah. Hello? Who is it? No, hold, hold on. No, I can tell him. Urbino, who's... All right, I'm, I'm going to... All right, no, I'll be there. Okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was Venice. Oh, I have to go. Okay, well, hey, Mr. McIntyre, have a good, have a Thank good you. trip to Venice. <laughs> Venice called to Urbino McIntyre, totally. intoxicating him with a blend of majesty, history, and marinara sauce. Not really. The last one was fake. Let me try it again. <laughs> intoxicating him with a blend of majesty, history, and decay. I would have preferred the marinara sauce. I know, it sounds good. Like, oh, that sounds great. Strolling past her magnificent palazzos and picturesque canals, the expatriate American writer knew he could love none other and vowed to remain always. But now, the So elegant, it is kind of a romance novel. Yeah, it's, it's just, a, a yeah. man in, in Venice. It's like a Woody Allen picture yeah. at this point. <laughs> it's true. This is the greatest. I, I just love yeah. Venice so much. Yeah, it's, it's the greatest, the greatest city. With the, with, where's the pharmacy? I mean. <laughs> what? But now the elegant tranquility of his chosen city has been shattered by mayhem and murder. And marinara sauce? No, no, just mayhem and murder. Okay. The bizarre theft of... What? Okay. All right. I'm a, okay, this is pulling me in a little bit because... Okay. 
the bizarre theft of the corpse of a thousand-year-old virgin saint and the brutal slaying of a devout washerwoman thrust Urbino into the heart of a strange and sinister mystery, leading the inquisitive author down a twisting, perilous trail that winds towards almost certain doom among the disinterred dead on the Isle of Bones. <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> What's he gotten himself into? <laughs> I mean, that, that does a better job than the cover. Yeah, it does. Or... Yeah, that's huh. that's pretty good. I mean, it's too bad you can't just put the summary on the cover. Yeah. Huh, that's okay. I'm kind of interested. Yeah, this, I'm kind of interested. It sounds like that. a book you'd read. If, yeah. this, if this was taking place at Christmas, that's a decent you'd oh, be sure. sold. Yeah. Urbino McIntyre and his beloved pet dog. <laughs> okay, let, let, me, let me give you a little blurb from the back. This yeah. is praise for this book. Yeah. Mr. Sklepowicz's prose is as seductive as Venice itself. <gasps> High praise. His characters have substance and elegance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Contessa. And it's wonderful to read a mystery in which all of these things, atmosphere, character, style, are certainly as important as the plot itself. This is by Martha Grimes, who's a, a noted mystery author, very popular mystery author, Martha Grimes. So let's dig a little deeper. Let's first let's line. Do the old, let's first line it. Okay. On one of those days when you feel you've seen just about all there is to see in Venice, have paid homage to every important canvas and stone, have taken in every recommended view from every recommended companion and cafe, and have even allowed yourselves the luxury of being lost. I'm going to take a break. Hold on a minute. (laughs) And I'm back. Knowing salvation is only a few turnings ahead, you may consider the Church of San Gabriel in a remote corner of Canaraggio Quarter. All right, that is a terrible opening line. (laughs) Yeah, that is a that is a yeah. brutally long. That is a first run-on sentence. Yeah, it is. This is what it is. I I don't like lists. I don't like when books start with with big long lists. No. It just seems. I mean, I guess maybe if you're like really familiar with Venice, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's great. But none of these things stand out to me. Yeah, I wouldn't continue with that book. Yeah, I mean, if I was really like somebody was like, oh, you got to read it, I might. But yeah. just picking that you know up, what we should do. It, we should do a segment. We yeah. just read like the best first lines. Yeah, no one could sleep. Uh, naked in the dead. That's right. Thank you. All right, let me. Um, I'm going to keep going just a little bit. We'll see if this brings us in. There, you may find a few others who have strayed from the nearby ghetto in search of a boat stop, or have mistaken San Gabriel for the Madonna del Orto, and are wondering why they can't find the Tintoretto they've read so much about. I guess the the tone doesn't. The tone's a little too yeah. conversational for me at this point. I mean, yeah. we don't have any. We don't have any character. I mean, it is rough when, like, weird. Okay, so that's is... this is just a little two-page intro. Then we have a prologue. So I don't know what the heck that was. Wait, here. that was the intro. This so is, is that like, like the author? No, just... it's not. It's 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 in character. I mean, so we it's... have an intro. Yeah, we have a now, prologue. Now we have a prologue. Do we have a pre-chapter? Let me see. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. How so many pages is that prologue? It's several pages. Here's how the prologue starts. One. Oh, it's a multiple part. Jeez. <laughs> One, he was shaking and crying like a little boy, although he was a man. <laughs> Ooh. The woman took him in her arms. <laughs> if you could see. Oh, man. I'm, the, looking, at, I'm looking at the audio wave as, yeah. as we're uh, recording that, We had a big spike and there. We certainly did. It's just a straight line. It looks like we've been dead. He went into the... No, no. The woman took him in her arms and looked into his tear-stained face. He broke away from her and ran across the uneven stones. But he was a man. <laughs> Let me just read the prologue. <laughs> he was shaking and crying like a little boy, although he was a man. <laughs> 
Maybe not necessary. I mean, I think we could probably. All right, all right, all right. Here's a way okay. you could say that. So we got. Here's how you could say that better. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he was a full grown like he's a full grown man. I think that's but he's given. crying like a boy. I don't think you need to say it. You, know, you could say like he's that's a full grown point. man, but he's crying like a little no, boy. No, like a little boy. Right. I think it tells you right there. He was crying like a little boy. Yeah, that's you it. Know you he's know. Not. If he was a little boy, you'd just say he was a crying little boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So prologue. But, he was a man. He was a man. You think he has to say that? Darn it, he was a man. What if that, uh, what if yeah. that sentence shows up everywhere? I hope so. Like, I don't he, know. he ordered a, a cosmopolitan from the bar, but he was a man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. He's trying to prove something. Yeah. All right, so that's about a... a he bought a, himself a rose, but he but was, he a, was man. a man. Yeah, he was. So that's a nine-page <laughs> prologue after a two-page introduction about Venice. Yeah. So now we have, ooh, 20 years later. I feel like... <laughs> 20 years later. That is so not the a, thing you need a, to push about your character. Older man. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't crying in a in a ma- masculine way, but yeah. as a small child, he was splashing around in the river like okay. a little boy. But he was a man. Mm-hmm. Okay, part one. Yeah. Twenty years later, the slipper on the grave is the chapter title. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is the this is the proper beginning of the book. We've done the intro. We've done the prologue. I I don't believe you. One. Urbino McIntyre was sure about one thing. He was a man. He was a man. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Urbino McIntyre was sure about one thing. The poor woman had wanted to die. Okay. Oh. That's, that is infinitely time. That is yeah. so much better it is. I mean, that's, any it's prologue, classic. the yeah. intro. She had wanted to die. He, he gazed up at the ceiling of the Church of San Gabriel. It was in almost as poor condition as the rest of the church, an old Gothic building dating to the early 15th century and flaking now from age, dampness, and the cancerous exhalations from the mainland industries. Hmm. No thoughts of the ceiling's deterioration preoccupied him this morning, however. Okay, well, obviously that's not true because he just did a whole section about the guy looking at the ceiling. So he's preoccupied. Anyway. He's got other things on his mind. Yes. Sir, Nor was really he scrutinizing in the uh, the ceiling here. Yes, yeah, but, but I am a but man. He's not interested in it. No. Nor was he scrutinizing its cherubs and blessed souls, its angels and clouds, its hovering virgin and child, for some indisputable evidence of Tiepolo's fresh hand. Instead, all he could think of was the painful contrast between its airy, floating images and those last desperate comments or moments of the poor woman's life. Yes. She must have wanted to die. Well, there he ruined the first line because he just repeated it yeah. after a bunch of nonsense. Well, you don't like that? I don't like it. I don't mind when he repeats the first line. Well, it's just, I guess, the starkness of that first line there. And then, then he babbles for a long there, time. There's a video game, Metal yeah. Gear Solid 4. Yeah. The opening line this is, doesn't seem relevant. is, war has changed. Uh-huh. That's the opening line, and that's, that's a pretty good t- opening line, war has changed. But then, like, for the next 20 minutes of that cutscene... Yeah. It shows up every two minutes. War has changed. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we get it. Yeah. By like the 10th time, you're like, we get it. War has changed. I don't see how, yeah. but it's changed. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like Maybe it. Maybe repeating it's the first so line is a, is a bad call. It's just so soon. And, yeah. it's, and it's the yes. So you're saying if Norman Mailer. Yes, she must have wanted to die. So you're saying if Norman Mailer had constantly been like, nobody could sleep. <laughs> nobody nobody could, sleep. could sleep. Yeah, it probably wouldn't work so well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling great about this. Let, let me dig a little bit deeper here. You know, yeah. it strikes me as a book with not a lot of dialogue. Ugh. Can I tell you something? Yeah. If there's no dialogue in a book, I'm out. It's. Yeah. Here, I know here's what you the mean. thing. I'm reading Dinosaur Lord. You sure. I think are. I would love it. I would. It's a whole. This is this is a problem in sci-fi and fantasy as well. When. Wow. When this your is book is a lot of description. Book. 
and describing action, places, and their th people and their thoughts and stuff, but there's no dialogue, I'm out. Because I will, when I start skimming a book, I'll stop instantly when I see dialogue, right? Yeah. If there's no dialogue, then I feel like, and I get into a skimming mode, yeah. I'm just almost skimming through the whole book. Yeah. Like, where well, is the you'd, dialogue? you'd be skimming a lot of Barbino here because I'm trying to find a good uh, Dialogue to me is like section. probably the most important part of the book. Okay. Maybe. All right. Yeah. All right. Here's, here's a little bit with dialogue. Okay, I don't so Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to backtrack. Yeah. I made a, a very objective statement yeah. about dialogue being uh -huh. the most important part of the book. Uh -huh. I don't know if I can back that up. I haven't thought of it enough. Yeah. I'm going to think about You're, it. Okay, you'll come back it to over. us. You'll come back to us. I got I to gotta right. hang on to that. Yep. Eric's not sure how he fears, feels about dialogue, but oh. he was a man. That's <laughs> no. all right. Dang it, I was. All right. I know, I know. You don't have to keep telling me. All right, so this is about halfway through the book. We're going to catch a little bit of dialogue here. We're going to see how our old friend uh, Edward Sklepowick handles yeah. dialogue. How does he handle it? I don't know. As Urbino was making his way down the dark stairway a few minutes later... This doesn't sound like dialogue. I, I know. There were footsteps behind him on the Nick, landing above. Then a voice, then a voice <laughs> called down. Excuse me, Senor McIntyre, could you help me to my apartment? It was Marietta. We don't know who that is because we're skipping. But. Yeah. Of course, Signora. She's in trouble. He went up to her, probably, and the getaway <laughs> sticks on her. Just kidding. He was a man. <laughs> Where is it? Down on the next floor. I know it makes little sense, she said sure. as she put her thin arm through his, but it's more difficult going down. I pull myself up little by little, but when I go down, I get dizzy. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It's not really an action-packed segment, so maybe that's not a good... I don't think there is an action-packed segment. I wish we could spoil the end. That's one thing I not... wish we could do about the segment. We could read <laughs> the very last chapter, but we can't because we want you to read it. Uh, well, it's a terrible last line, let me tell you that. <laughs> so I guess I spoiled that. For yourself. I know, it's just, you know... No, you said you were sold. Well, the premise did sound interesting to me. I mean, it got, it got in there for a minute. Blurbs on the back are positive. Blurb. It's got... A decent 3.75. That's a hilarious word. Not a blurb. blurb. Yeah, yeah. it's blurb. And it went on. There, there was nine more of these puppies. That's a lot. Yeah. The next one is called Farewell to Flesh, which we also have and was also on the never circulated list and looked identical. Farewell to, to Flesh? Farewell. To, no, no. Yeah, it's Chevy Chase. <laughs> Farewell to the Flesh. Oh. To the Flesh. Then we have Liquid Desires. Cool. Black Bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, Death in the Palazzo. Deadly to the Sight, The Last Gondola, yeah. that's a terrible, Frail Barrier, and The Veils of Venice. Where, where is this in, in our stacks? Is this in Mysteries? Yeah, it's Mystery. I'd say we should get the rest of the series. Yeah, we gotta fill it out. Yeah, definitely. So. I don't know. I gotta say, I mean, I think... Uh, Death in a Serene City. I think if, the, if this were a turkey herd, I would thin this out of that turkey herd. Because I don't think... Well... <laughs> I don't think we're gonna... Yeah. It's not that thinning the turkey herd isn't applicable to this book because it's not a model. It's not about models, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so that, stop using that, that out of context. All. all right. Well, let's uh, Urbino McIntyre. He's just a, he's an American expatriate. Who are we going to toss in in the movie? He's going to go down. He's going to look at. Uh, well, we know he's a man. Of a he is a man. Yeah. But they need to. So we can rule out. They need to present the themselves as a little boy at yeah, times. Right. So so who as an older man? Yeah, as an older man can make himself look. Like a fragile little boy in times of emotion. I'm gonna say Nick Nolte. No, just what? Kidding. Not really. Uh, oh no, wait. Hold on. Ask me again. Oh, you you want to say who who can we find who can play an older man? But you're gonna say Gary Busey. I'm not doing Gary. this again. I want to say Gary Busey. You know what? I confuse what? Gary Busey and Nick Nolte. A lot I know. Too. Yeah. So does his agent. They never know. Wow. You never know which yeah. one of them's gonna show. Nick Nolte's gonna show up for day one of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. 
Yeah. How am I not the one here? <laughs> I want to be dancing with stars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I, I don't know. Who water cast. Um, I guess we don't know enough about him. We didn't give him a fair enough shake. Yeah, like, we understood at least the big Yeah, Jim, I mean, wait, as soon as you hear Jimmy, he's got to do his job when he's got to do his yeah. job because he's got to do his job. But, we're, we're but this guy, movie. I guess he's just walking around American helping elderly Patriot. ladies upstairs. And yeah. There's Burt a Reynolds? Contessa. Well, Burt Reynolds, yes. I think he's too old. So Martin, this is like a younger, older man. I, yeah. So this is probably well, like I mean, a guy in his, like... 20 years later, so, you know. 20 years later while he was 40s, maybe? 40s? Yeah, let's put him in his 40s. Yeah. All right, 40-year-old actor. Yeah. Steve Carell. I was going to say Johnny Depp. Johnny, no. Well, he needs like a normal series. Yes, seriously. I want to Johnny I Depp, love, Johnny I Depp watch a movie to... where Johnny Depp just like works at a bank. Yeah. He's like, hey, honey, I'm home. Yeah. You know, instead of some crazy thing. Yeah, that he's... yeah if, if this was a normal Johnny Depp movie, he'd be like, honey, I'm a home. And oh, then he'd like, oh, yeah. he'd trip on the couch and he'd yeah, start but... running on the couch <laughs> and the couch would start rolling. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, no, Tim no. Bur- Tim Burton I'm, shows I'm up. I'm rolling on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Helena Bonham Carter is there. <laughs> yep, yep. Get off the couch. That's in his contract. He can't do anything about Helena yeah. Bonham Carter. All right. Man, are you sure this isn't a podcast where we just bash celebrities? It's becoming that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric, you're not a big mystery fan, so I guess you're not the one to ask. But would you, would you read this book? Mm. Yeah. I, oh, I don't man. think so. <laughs> well, would you read that? Are you likely to just pick that up out of curiosity now? You know, if I just saw, like, I'm looking on Goodreads, I come across this, I see a decent review, I read that premise, I think, okay, maybe. Because it has kind of like, it has almost like an archaeology kind of feel to it, you know? No, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, he's talking about going down in the tombs and everything. I mean, that, I, I, based on that alone, I might be interested. But I pick up that first rambling, nonsensical list of a sentence. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. I thumb through this a little bit. Yes, absolutely. We're going to yes. cast Russell Crowe. We're going to cast Russell Crowe. Okay. Then I definitely wouldn't see it. Yeah. But to answer your question, no, I don't think so. Even though he, he is a man, he cries like a little boy. Liam Neeson. Lee, oh, jeez. He's too much of a man. I think. <laughs> he could never. Liam Neeson wouldn't cry like that. It. Well, I think, uh, I think we got another dud on our hands. Right. I think maybe. You know what? I think maybe the good people of Wellsville made the right choice in passing this up. Well, it's one of those things where if you have, if you've read this, if yeah. you've read the series, this is your Any favorite series. Mysteries. Email us or tweet us or Facebook us. Yeah. Uh, email us at Wellsville at stls.org. Yep. Uh, Facebook us at our David A. Howe Public Library Facebook page yep. or tweet us at D. A. Howe Library. Yeah, and let, let us, us know, know if you, you know what, and if you read this book because of this podcast, let us know and tell us if we were right or if we were wrong. Yeah. Now, this, we will put up a display with this and his other books and some mm-hmm. similar books. That'll be up in the library. So if you want to check it out, yeah. it's here. Yeah, we if got the Michael Crichton Anywhere in the XLS system, if you want to request this book, we got it and we'll send it your yeah. way. Yeah. Somebody's got it. I mean, I wonder if other libraries have this system and like maybe another librarian's going to listen to this. Like, I don't understand. Ours are always checking yeah. out. It's, it's, it's our most things. circulated yeah, mystery. Yeah, like they're, well, I guess we'll find out. But again, this is like, if, if you're weeks. the first person to read this book, you're getting a clean, yeah, pristine, a pristine copy. copy. Absolutely. You can make your mark on this book. I couldn't go to a bookstore and find a new copy no. that looks that nice. No. No. So. Well. All right. Library uh, news. What do we got? Yeah, library news. Uh, well, normally our, our book club would meet on this Monday because we always meet the first Monday of the month. But, but it's Labor Day. It's Labor Day, so We're we'll be, be closed. We're going to be a cookout. And the House of Silk Book Club is going to meet at 3 o'clock the following week, September 14th. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Other thing I got coming up is uh, 
A staff member here, Liz, very crafty. She taught a, an army. You mean like she's going to rob you she's and you won't devious. even realize yeah, it? Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a dark undercurrent. Yeah. No, that's Liz, our crafty librarian. Our crafty. Yeah, Where did all the books for my display go? <laughs> oh, I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> she, she taught an arm knitting class here. Uh-huh. And a it was arm knitting. It's a big, I'm not going to explain it to you. Look it up. But <laughs> she taught a class and it was a lot of fun. Everybody I hope our time. listeners know what it is. Jeez. They will. <laughs> uh, so she's doing a she's making coasters this time, which Ooh. is kind of a neat process. It's yeah. you take the coaster, um, different colored markers, and then yeah. you use alcohol to kind of push that uh, push yeah. the colors around and make some neat designs. So she brought in some samples of things she's made, and they look great. So yeah. that's coming up four o'clock September seventeenth. Yeah. Space is limited, so let us know if you want in. But th- those are my two big things coming up. Okay. And we got we were the Mulvaney's book club on September twenty first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's news you can know. use. Maybe we talk about. Our displays. We've got some news displays up. Yeah. So if you come to the library, we've got our fiction display is Cozy Mysteries. Yeah. I mean, we can't put uh, Death no. in a Serene City no. in because That'll it's be not very cozy. Display, yeah. But it's definitely not Yeah, we, we set up our podcast display. Mm-hmm. We've got our historical fiction display yep. up. Yep, yep. Uh, the Cozy Mysteries one. So, like, who's in the Cozy Mystery? Uh, oh, jeez. MC Beaton, yeah. Donna Andrews. Like, a lot of, like, knitting club yeah. uh, mysteries, like yep. the cat mysteries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. That's a nice one. We've got our football display up in our nonfiction yes, one, which you did. Yeah, that's not my strong suit. Yeah, and I, yeah, that, I am ready good. for we, some football. We got a blend of uh, DVDs and fiction, nonfiction, yeah, we, a lot of. Stuff. There's some on fantasy football books out there that I want to, I might check fantasy out. Fantasy football, oh my yeah. gosh, my draft. It's like football only. My not draft real. is this Saturday. Oh. Don't ask me who my number one pick is going to be. I might go for a running back. Just record me saying yeah and wow and loop it through this <laughs> thing of you talking about fantasy football because I don't have the heart. My brother-in-law is telling me. Yeah. I got to grab Aaron wow. Rodgers or Andrew Luck right wow. away because they're they're just in a whole other league. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they're in the NFL. Yeah, you're right. I just yeah. don't want to confuse people. Yeah, I was confused. You said another league. I thought <laughs> some other football league. Yeah. But we actually had a lot more football books than oh sure would. yeah we do our so, sports sections are I mean, pretty big there, there's old ones in there but mm-hmm. there's actually a lot of new ones yeah yeah a lot, cool a lot of current stuff so if you're into football come check out that display because yeah. I think no matter what you're into because it's like books that are just about players yeah. books about the history of the game books yeah. about the history of the Super Bowl it's coaching books yeah. about coaching maybe. yeah what's your you you have a back to school team display I got a right? I got a back to school and all that goes with with it display yeah so we've got you know like. Uh, the Click and uh, Gossip Girl and mm-hmm. books. Just we had Beauty and the Bully, which I got, hadn't checked out. I put up that display and finally went. That's always fun. That's yeah, nice I was so excited. You gotta, um, that's that's my hope for Death in a Serene City. Yeah, well, today's uh, gonna be the day. But there's, you know, I put Harry Potter in there, um, The Arithmetist, mm-hmm. books about just going to school. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. Nice. Yeah, we actually had quite a bit of books for that. Mm-hmm. So. Story time's continuing. We got a Tuesday morning story yeah. time, a Thursday afternoon story time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's for the a little Couture's bit of starting a uh, evening story time. Yeah, a rotating evening. So we should have had her on here saying that. Yeah, we'll bring so, her in. Yeah. yeah. Thursday one is just starting up new this week in the afternoon, so that's a Thursday right. one. I was going to say classes Classes start Monday, but they don't. Oh, the following. following the following, yeah. What's the, up first for the tech classes? The first tech class is a class on PowerPoint. Classic. Yeah, classic PowerPoint class. Yeah. Uh, I already got somebody signed up for it. But then yeah. the next one is ebooks. The next one is ebooks. Mm-hmm. The one after that is nutrition and fitness apps. Oh. So apps you can get on your phone to be more nutritious and more active. Yeah. My wife tech labs. Like, you have yeah, the open lunch. tech labs where anybody can just talk. Oh, yeah. Questions. We're moving our open tech labs to Wednesdays. Yep. Same time. Same 10 to 12. 10 to 12. They're on Wednesdays now. And, and what then, are you doing with, you're doing like an appointment-based thing now. Yeah, on Friday, 10 to 12, but it's by appointment. You can schedule a 30-minute segment. Just for any tech questions. Yeah, so if there's like a class you missed and you 
need help specifically with that, you sign up, put your problem, and we'll we'll help you out. Great. Yeah. You know, people want to see what we just got in the system, like new books in mm-hmm. the YA section or the kids' books, or if they want to see like what movies we just got. We have a Pinterest page, mm-hmm. the David A. Howell Public Library Pinterest page. Yeah, you put that stuff up. That up. Mm-hmm. So people should check that out. Yeah, we got a new batch of CDs. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, you we checked got, out uh, most of them. So yeah, uh, Andrew, is it Andy or yeah, Andrew? Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. Yeah. Uh, Ella. Jason Derulo. I, Jason Derulo. Um, Shepherd. They're yeah. the ones that sing Geronimo, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. That, actually, that whole album is not bad. Yeah, they've been pretty popular. We got the uh, Fantastic Four soundtrack. So. Somebody had to. There. I yeah. Know. yeah, the music's actually pretty good. I, I listened to that one. It's good yeah. to have. It's good background music. Yeah, you see, Stanley hasn't even seen it. Really? Yeah, Stanley admits to having not seen the new Fantastic Four film. Yeah, and he thinks the reason why it's gotten bad reviews is because he wasn't in it. Oh, how did they made a Fantastic Four movie and didn't cameo Stanley? Yeah, it? at he that was, point, he was the mailman in the old ones, right? Yeah, the old mailman. Yeah. Well, in the first one, he was the mailman. In the second Fantastic Four movie, Rise of the Silver Surfer, he shows up at Sue and uh, Reed's wedding as a guest and they're like oh uh, name he's like uh, Stan Lee oh that's kind of like nice try he's like no I really am Stan Lee and they're like get out of here apparently that was was a real they did that in the comics oh really when Mr. Fantastic Invisible Woman got married they had Jack Kirby and Stan Lee getting turned away they're like nice try Stan Lee's like well Jack we gotta go that's funny yeah there was another CD I wanted to say we got Walk the Moon is that the is that the artist they're the ones who sing Shut Up and Dance it's on the radio yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The girl, I can't remember her name. Her name is Ella. Yeah. And I think the title is called that. The, but the she title sings, of the album is Ella, yeah. Yeah, she sings the song Ghost. That's oh. really okay. st- stuck in my head. And I can tell you, I, ha- I can't decide if I want to make Ghost, if I want to put it onto my Halloween playlist yet. Because <laughs> it's about, she's singing Ghost. Yeah. And uh, saying, like, let the, uh, you know, uh, give up the haunting. And she's mm-hmm. talking about sweeping the demons. But it's about a guy and that she used to date. And now she's trying to, like, move on. Because she says the... The ghost of him keeps her awake. And I think it was just, he was stupid. Yeah, that's, I've got to seem Halloween to me. I don't know. There is another song out called Ghost Town. Uh-huh. It says, My Heart is a Ghost Town or something. I might move that. But I might put that you're on my playing, Western you're playlist. fast and loose with the rules. I know. I have a Western playlist I could put Ghost Town on. Like, yeah, I have, uh, I have the Good, Bad, and the Ugly soundtrack on it. But I got okay. some songs that fit in the Western vibe. Okay. So... I got a playlist for everything, man. It iTunes like it, yeah. and me, we're like this. If you, you can't see it because this is a podcast, but when I said this, I clenched my hands together to show you how close me and iTunes are. Mm-hmm. Look. Yeah. Desc- okay. You don't have to describe it to I see. Listeners. I mean, you're just, you're just holding your own hand. Right. But tightly. Yeah. Nothing could get in here. Yeah, you're white-knuckling your own hand. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Yeah, you probably should. Be like, get the circulation back. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Yeah. This has been another episode. This An- has been the third another episode. Another thrilling episode, I think you should say. Should I have? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna do yeah, it. do it. Right, again. This has been again. another thrilling episode. No, no, the... no, no, no. You gotta, you gotta. This has been another thrilling episode of. All right. Well, why did you moderate this podcast? No, no, no. All right. Nick's gonna moderate for no, now. No, I like to just. I, I like don't know to how I got here. the moderating role. Yeah, it's, I don't either. It's crazy because I usually have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're steering the ship. I'm just. Yeah, that's that's a bad thing. Whatever I'm is. doing. Oops. I let us adrift. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I gotta call Robert Redford. Yeah. He's got his own problems. Does he? He's going to be in a comedy. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's, that's right. With Nick Nolte. Wow. Yeah. Everything just brings yeah. itself back to itself. Wow, it sure that's does. crazy. All right. Uh, this has been another thrilling episode of the David A. Howe Public Library official podcast. Uh, I've been Eric. He sure has. Oh, me? Yeah. Nick Gunning.
I was going to do a bit. I mean, we'll save it for next time. All right. All right. And uh, so thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. The next podcast will be. Oh, this is this podcast that's going to be released yes. on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So if they if they've heard that, they probably figured it out. <laughs> so have a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, unless you're listening to it after Labor Day, I hope you did. Yeah. Man, it's hard. Tense. It's hard talking in past tense. Yeah, I not really. But. Well. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>